happening welcome to film junkie live it's end of monday february 27th how's everybody doing out there hopefully good hopefully i didn't scare you i kind of got into it right there it just started raining again so yeah that's what's happening and good old socal it is crazy weather cold i mean like what's going on hey portland seattle Take your weather back, please. Take your weather back. What is happening, everybody? Look at Film Junkie Live. And then, of course, like I said, as always, subscribe to the channel. Do all that. Hit that like, thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed. Hit that notification bell. If you want to become a member, become a member. We do a members-only stream every Wednesday after the initial stream. And then, of course, follow me on all the sock meds that are around me right now. So, all right. Who's out there, huh? How we doing? All right, we got uh, the main man, Dano, to uh, two twelve. I wonder why. Cough, cough. James Gunn, cough, cough. Joking, joking. But seriously, he needs to have a PR team ASAP. Well, I mean, they they kind of do. He kind of is part of the PR team. But we'll talk a little bit more about that. What's going on, Strong Arm Flicks? Good to see you. All right, we're trying. Let's see. We got Joey right here. Happy Monday. Well, happy end of Monday. I don't know if there's ever a happy Monday, but there's always a happy end of Monday. Tony Movie, Chappie D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. Hey, Dave, and long time no see. Yes, it has been a bit. I just wanted to say that I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania last week on Saturday and really enjoyed it a lot and loved how wired they got the quantum. Yeah, okay, that's good. Joshua, you know, I have a PR problem, too, that there's only one solution. More cowbell. That's right. I got a fever, baby. Go, Patrick. Hi, Dave. And why so serious? Last episode of... Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that, of course, today, too. And then, of course, uh, we got Miss Jackson right here. Yeesh. Got a tooth pull today. Ouch. That doesn't sound fun. Uh, but hopefully you're good. Hopefully you're good. And then, hello there, Miss Steph. Miss, uh, uh, Miss Nighthawk right here. What's going on? Beautiful. How you doing? And uh, she has finally caught up on live-action Spider-Man movies. That's right. Snyder. Yeah. I don't know what you're going with that, but yeah, I love the guy. J.D. McRae, good to see you also. Okay, who else we got here? Uh-oh, we got the hashtaggers. You forgot an E and restore the Snyderverse. And then you put fired James Gunn. You put past tense there, Fabian. So if you're going to, like, you know, come into the chat and dive bomb with the, you know, the, the crazy hashtag wars that are happening with the silly hashtags, at least spell them correctly. I'm just saying. You, it seems like you typed a little too fast there. DC Temple. Well, hi, Dave and chat. I got a question for you, Dave. Do you think that Brainiac will be the villain in the Superman movie? I kind of do. Mr. Freeze will be the main villain in the Brave and the Bold movie? I don't know about that. I think uh, League of Shadows, maybe. Uh, maybe some Rachel Ghoul will be. Because if they're going to have Damien in it, I think they're going to have to, like, you know, talk about that backstory. So what's going on, Mark? Good to see you. Oh, hi, Mark. Brandon won. What? <coughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Let's go, Brandon. Is that what you're talking about? Uh-oh, my thing is my stream going to get pulled down because I said that. Uh, what's going on, Mr. Eric? Hard-boiled. So watching Quantumania yesterday with my sister, we saw the Shazam trailer with Batfleck. With Batfleck? Yeah, Levi Shazam. 
uh, is as done as uh, Henry's soups. Oh, okay. SnyderCon 2 incoming. Well, I mean, if you're looking at the guys who talk to Zack Snyder more frequently than everybody else, I would say that, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> you know, because we all we always do that whole thing where it's like, oh, when you know something, you better start tweeting some cryptic tweets, cryptic tweets. And if you've seen their tweets, they're cryptic, but also very telling. So, yes, stand by for that. I can't, I'm not going to say anything, but... Stand by for that. Yes, there might be something that's going to be coming about with that because, you know, it's it's crazy how, I mean, I'm looking at the uh, the first SnyderCon poster right there. That was back in 2019. How was that? Four, almost four years ago that was. Crazy. Crazy to think about. Crazy to think about, and that was before the Snyder Cut even got announced, and, you know, I still see that circle on the poster because obviously I had everybody sign it and Zach signed it and he circled something on his poster and it was 214 that was right on the little cape right there. But yeah, guys, uh, just, you know, keep your eyes peeled. Keep your eyes peeled when it comes to uh, SnyderCon 2. We'll see what happens with that. But uh, yeah, like I said, all you got to do is just pay attention to the not so cryptic tweets from certain individuals. Uh, let's see, uh, Satish, Satish, I should say, Mr. Kumar. Uh, if uh, if Levi is acting like this, then he is done with Shazam two. He's done after Shazam two. Hence, he is doing this. Um, but I hope other cast members don't get affected. I'm only going to see a young the, the see it for the younger af- actors in Lucy Liu. So you're not a Levi fan, huh? Okay, it finally... Okay, that's fine. Whoop, got her there. And there you go. Yes. I finally got... I got Miss Nighthawk right here all the way up to the live action. You know, we did a good thing. We started off with the Tom Holland Spider-Man, you know, because I was showing her Avenger stuff. So then it was like Tom Holland stuff. Then we went back. We watched the Tobies. We watched the Andrew Garfields. And then we watched No Way Home. And somehow she did not get spoiled. So, pretty awesome right there. Nerdy guy. That nerdy guy. I'll never get tired of that line. You want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts, right? There you go. What's going on, Draga? Good to see you. Good to see you. All right. Howdy. We got Stephanie T right here. Good to see you. All right. Fear Jason. Cool. Steve-O. 316. What's up? Who's right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Creed uh, 3 comes comes out this week, so I'll definitely be seeing that on Thursday. So um, can't wait for that. Been hearing good things. Hey, CS, we got Anthony here. What is happening? All right. We also got Carrie. Good to see you. We got RJ here as well. We got Cortez, you know, with all the animated suggestions for Snyderverse. I think it'd be cool for the animation to be in the style of how every story in uh wonder woman yeah but we got it we're, we're all we have that that's that's an interesting thing but we're all thinking about like you know we're all thinking about cheaper costs when it comes to that so alien sex sounds uh all right so zach snyder introducing me to princess Mona. <laughs> okay cool 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 all right so all right good to see everybody glad you guys are here let's talk some madness hopefully you guys had a good weekend i had a good weekend even though like I said, the weather in SoCal has been pretty, uh, you know, I mean, it's just rain. It's just rain and it's cold, you know. It's been snowing. It snowed here for about 10 minutes on Saturday. Saturday, probably almost, it was like probably around, what, 11 o'clock, 12, I don't know. 
that it actually uh, some flakes came down. But um, you know, it's what's cool is like, hey, you got mountains that are covered with snow, and they're going to be continuing to get pounded with snow because, like I said, it is currently raining right now, so everything is pretty, uh, pretty uh, beautiful when when the weather is clear. But I don't I don't like it when it's actually rain. I don't want to go out into the cold rain, and it's just like, good God, but. You know, it's whatever. It's weather. It's weather. All right. So turn that off. That's off. Okay. All right. Let's get to the tweets, huh? Got a lot to talk about. Let's get to these tweets. Let's get to these tweets. And right off the bat, uh, hold on a sec. Let me make sure I got something cleared off here. Boop. All right. All right. So right off the bat, you know, even speaking about the flash right here, we got we got some art right here from Dustin Lee Massey. Massey? Massey, I don't know, but it's pretty cool. Of course, you got Michael Keaton's Batman. You got Flash in the background. You got Supergirl in the air. Always love, always love some good old fan art right there. Real emotion. I'm sure you guys saw this right here, which was absolute cringe. <laughs> oh my god! So this was on um, the recent episode of The Flash, and apparently, I don't know if they were trying to mock the Batman, but I don't know if it kind of, kind of get. Ew, oof. Did you guys see this right here? Oh. So we got the Red Death. And then she opens it up and... I am vengeance. <laughs> whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, like I said, there's a reason why I stopped watching the CW shows because, my God, oh, it was just like... Wow, they were really going for it right there. But uh, hey, you know, whatever. Again, it's CW. It's all ending. So, oi, oi, oi. Um, and then, of course, we got the Batman Part 2. Apparently, according to uh, productionweekly.com, it's going to start filming in November. My God, I wish this movie was filming now. Although, the Penguin series is supposedly filming this week. So, at least we got that. But, man... I need more of the Batman in my life. Come on. Come on now. Come on. It's all just been crazy. It's all just been crazy. Oh, did you guys see this right here? Oh, this is absolutely awesome right here because, you know, Cocaine Bear. I saw Cocaine Bear. You guys saw my first reaction. I didn't have much more to say about it, but this dude right here who was actually in the movie, you know, he's not in it that much, but he's in the movie. He, you know, does his TikTok stuff, and this is his video right here that was basically going viral when it came to this because it makes sense, and you want to talk about some good marketing right here that was probably for free. Here we go. Here's what you need to know before you see Cocaine Bear. Nothing. Nothing. You don't need to read a comic book from 1978. The bear wasn't introduced at the end of the Eternals. If you've ever heard the words cocaine or bear before, you're completely up to speed. Don't come to this movie for a pop quiz, okay? As Nicole Kidman said, we come to Cocaine Bear for magic. And you're not gonna see any articles after, like Cocaine Bear ending explained. You're just gonna see ones that say, remember the ending of Cocaine Bear? We do too. It fucking ruled. This movie will be conservatively $1 billion times better than Citizen Kane. Conservatively. Here's what you need to know before you... It's pretty funny. It's a good way to do it. It's a good way to do it right there. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Although I think when I grew my mustache, it was better than his. Anyways, but yeah, I thought that was uh, pretty interesting right there. Ah, uh, and then of course we got some Batman right here. We got some Batman right here when it, uh... Oh, hey, look what Jose's here. Yeah. Uh... 
<laughs> okay, we got Jose. Good to see you, Jose. Um, and then right here we got uh, the Batman um, official Twitter account posting this little awesomeness right here. Looks pretty cool. This awesome gif right here it says "Night Terrors." It's coming this summer. That looks really creepy right there. What the hell is going on with Batman in this one right here? Woof. That's definitely a night terror. That looks pretty intense, so I like it. And then finally, we got some update on the prequel for It. That's right. HBO Max is officially moving forward with the It prequel series, currently titled Welcome to Dairy. So, yeah, I'm sure the Mushkietis are going to be a part of this right here. And I always thought, like, if you watch the, the new It movies, yeah, they do, like, a little backstory when it comes to Pennywise the Clown and... And Dairy, why not do a prequel series? I think that's a good idea, and I'm very much looking forward to that. So, uh, Stephen Ewan, he joins uh, Marvel Studios' Thunderbolts in a key role. Nobody knows exactly what it is yet, but he is going to be a part of it, so good on him. We got the Flash film news, of course, doing some cool edits. Hey, you know, this motherfucker, huh? Get out of, you know, Jesus Christ. Harvey Weinstein gets 16 years behind bars. Will he last those 16 years? No. Rot in prison, you fat, ugly fuck. That's all we got to say about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the picture that they chose. This guy is haggard. This guy looks like he got the life drained out of him. Good. So Harvey Weinstein was sentenced to 16 years behind bars uh with all the uh couch stuff and everything like that so go fuck yourself harvey yes may you uh die in prison we all hope for that yes we all hope for that and then hey guess what warner brothers discovery ceo david zaslov has seen the flash and what did he say about it i saw it i loved it it's wow as if he was gonna say anything else but at the same time, we're all still very confident that The Flash is going to be something magical. I'm still very confident in that, but it's just kind of funny because it's like, yeah, of course the CEO is going to be like, yeah, it's amazing because it's his product that he's trying to sell. He's not going to be like, yeah, it was mid. It was mid. I think it could be a little bit better, but hey, I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be okay. Yeah, of course he's going to say that it was wow, but... I have a feeling that, it, that you know, there's not a lot of hyperbole in here. I think that, yes, it is going to be wow. I do. I have faith. I have faith in it. And Guillermo del Toro is going to be, be doing another stop-motion animation movie called The Buried Giant, based on a book. That's going to be for Netflix right there. So that's pretty cool. And then we got Jason Fabach. Uh, he's, uh, he's got a little cover right here of the Trinity. I thought this was a pretty cool cover. Look at that. We got the Trinity right there and everybody with their phones out. And if you look at their phones, you could see like the different versions. We got like evil little Bruce Wayne. We got a demon Superman. And then we got like evil warrior Wonder Woman right there on the screens, which is pretty cool. Night Terrors. Night Terrors, which I used to have when I was a kid. Just ask Mama Film Junkie. Is she out there? Oh, yeah, she'll talk about, yeah, when <laughs> I used to have some night terrors when I was a kid. Maybe I still do, you know, who knows? Anyways, okay, so, and then, of course, uh, speaking about David Zaslav right here, he says that direct-to-video HBO Max movies provided no value, no value 
to Warner Brothers Discovery and there was a lot of content that was not being viewed. Again, when it comes to all this, because obviously there was a call and David Zaslav was on it and talking about it. That's where all these quotes are coming from. Again, when it comes to all the streaming and everything, and, and, and as much as we would want streaming to be as profitable as possible, I've talked about how they weren't ready for it. The pandemic, of course, bumped everything up a few years where they weren't quite ready for the streaming wars and were right in the middle of the streaming wars. And David Zaslav himself is like sitting here going, yep, guess what? It's not that profitable. But of course, another thing that was mentioned in that call was they have paid off $7 billion of debt that the previous regime accumulated over their time, or previous regimes, I should say. So $7 billion, but there's still a lot more that they have to do. And I know some people, and I've even had some people that said like, oh yeah, did you hear about something that was happening when possibly NBC Universal might be uh, buying this? And blah, 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 blah. And I'm like going, okay, that's a possibility too. When it comes to this company, there's a possibility that David Zaslav is one of those guys that's walking into a, a look at this condemned building or condemned home right here. Let's go ahead and put some fresh paint up. Let's put some new, new nice windows and some hardwood floors and everything like that. And then maybe we could just sell it off to somebody else. That is a, definitely a possibility. Okay. Definitely a possibility. We'll see what happens. But at least they have paid off a little bit more. But he is also stating that, yes, some things that went directly to HBO Max was just not profitable at all. No value. Kind of makes you, you know, shine some light on that whole Batgirl fiasco. So we'll see what happens. And then we got, uh, we got a Detective Comics cover right here from Flavio Pop which looks pretty cool, looks pretty cool. And then speaking of uh, Warner Brothers, they, uh, they, they're they going to be doing some new uh, Lord of the Rings and uh, the Hobbit movies apparently are on the way, and apparently Peter Jackson might be involved, sounds like too. So they're definitely trying to do a lot when it comes to this whole thing. So yeah, maybe some hope for from them yet. I mean, David Zaslav's really trying to do his thing, really trying to do his thing. This is pretty cool right here. Uh, you know, if anybody, you know, this is... <laughs> Did you guys see this right here? It's about a couple trying to uh, fight over the who's, who does the dishes. Nighthawk, if you're out there, the next time, uh, you know. It's pretty. It's a pretty good, uh, it's a pretty good short right here, you know? Just intense, like, you know, who's going to do the dishes? Sound effects, good fight choreography. It's not bad. Ah, yeah. So this was like uh, going viral on Twitter over the weekend. I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, he's... <laughs> Let's get nuts over the dishes right here. So look at that. This is what's so cool right here. It's like he uses the sponge. And then, of course, yeah, it's pretty funny. It's funny. Freaking dishes. Who wants to do dishes? Nobody does. I love that he's wearing a robe, too. Pretty hilarious. So that's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> they might need couples therapy. You might be right there, Jose. You might be right. You might be right. 
Hey, here's a picture I finally got. You know, obviously I wore it on the Vodka stream. And, and again, if you want this, uh, the bat font shirt, it is down in the film Chucky closet. So uh, I finally, I looked at the mail. I, I, haven't, I haven't gotten my mail in like a week and it was in there finally. And uh, there you go. So you want to get yourself a shirt? Get yourself a shirt. It's tri-blend. It's comfy. It's awesome. Funko Pops. We got Funko Pops for Cocaine Bear also, apparently. <laughs> I don't plan on getting any of those, but I thought that was funny. That's pretty good. I still haven't heard from CinemaCon yet. I still have not heard from CinemaCon yet. If my application went through, uh, hopefully I get it so I can actually go to CinemaCon with a press badge. That'd be pretty sweet. So that's pretty funny right there. We got some Renfield covers right here from Total Film which I'm looking forward to this movie. I think a lot of people are. It does look good. Looks intense. Not a good... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> what? I mean, this is not this is not a good way to market this. And I guess Hel Helen Mirren just kind of said, whatever, who gives a shit? But uh, when she was asked, when she was being interviewed about uh, Shazam, Fear of the Gods, yeah, the headline says right here, um, you know, talking about the plot, too confusing for her to explain. Don't ask me about the plot. Ishk. That's not good. So if you actually open this up and you hear, you know, we actually see it. So don't ask me about the plot. It's too complicated. Which is okay. This is on the Graham Norton show, by the way. And uh, she said, uh, Lucy Lou and I are angry goddesses wearing unbelievably heavy costumes. It was very hot and uncomfortable. And in fact, Lucy said at the end of the first day's shooting, they are trying to kill us in all seriousness. Again, what this whole stream is about. The PR problem that is happening. Now you got Helen Mirren that's going, yeah, I hated this shit. I wore heavy costumes and blah, 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 blah. Oh, good Lord. Not good, but, you know, it's like you got Helen Mirren who's been acting for, I don't know, seven decades. Even if the plot was confusing, Mirren added, you know, let's, let's add some more context to this. I wanted to do it because I love the first Shazam. So there you go. At least there's that. It was a, it was sweet and funny. I'm not a big superhero person, but I love the idea of it and happily signed up for the second one. It is great. So at least she put that, you know, and Mirren also said she tried to perform as many of her own stunts as possible on the film, which resulted in, in a broken finger. Oof. Um, I was uh, incredibly brave and uh, didn't say anything or complain because I wanted it to be stunty. She wanted to be a stunty person, she said right there. So, but at the same time, it's like, no, oh, why do you have to say that? You didn't have to say that, Helen. You didn't have to say, you know, all that because you know these damn trades and all these articles are going to run with that. Oi, oi, oi. But hey, at least she said some good things about it, right? She said some good things. Did you guys know I was in the flash? There you go. I'm right there. Right there. Thank you, uh, Eye on Stone. And then we got Corey Stahl. Corey Stahl, of course, who uh, reprised his role in Ant-Man Quantumania as MODOK. He's also in Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. 
totally forgot that he was. So here's a little uh, here's a little quote that he talked about when it came to Rebel Moon right here, which is uh, absolutely fantastic. He said, uh, they, they well, they asked him, finally, what can you tell me about Rebel Moon, Zack Snyder's next film? He said, I had a lot of, a lot of fun doing it. It was like the opposite of the way I shot MODOK, which was totally parred down. There was no movie magic happening on set. We were just people. And then Rebel Moon was by far the biggest scale practical set I've ever been on. They built this entire village. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. It was a really impressively sized set. Beautiful. Beautiful. So there you go. Corey Stahl talking about Zack Snyder. I mean, you never hear these actors say one bad thing. I mean, obviously, I, you know, of course they wouldn't say anything bad when they're working on a movie. But still, the fact of the matter is, it's like, yeah, when it came to Ant-Man and Quantumania and him doing that, he probably was just in front of like, you know, a green screen thing. He probably just had some dots on his face and he probably did all of that in a day or two. Probably a day because Modoc's not in it that much. But then when it came to Rebel Moon, guess what? Everything was practical, practical, physical, awesome. So that had to be a little bit refreshing right there. He talked more about it too. Of course, the normal stuff when it comes to Zack Snyder and his passion and being in the trenches. Obviously, we know that Zack is the cinematographer again for Rebel Moon. So he's right there, just in the dirt, getting dirty. We've seen the videos. Awesome stuff. So there you go. So Corey Stahl talking about Rebel Moon. I totally forgot that he was actually in the movie. Totally forgot. So that's good. All right. Pass this on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's going on right here? Well, apparently the series adaptation of DC's Dead Boy Detectives is moving from HBO Max to Netflix. You're telling me that they sold something to Netflix? Wait, they already did that, though, when it came to Sandman, right? The series is being moved due to it not fitting the plan of James Gunn and Peter Saffron's DCU. Now, of course, this would ignite that, that, that hashtag that was in that campaign that I've said again and again that not thought out a lot. And, of course, yes, this did ignite that hashtag of selling the Snyderverse to Netflix. And I went, okay, okay, I see why that did ignite that. But at the same time, who the fuck knows about dead boy detectives? <laughs> I'm like, not the same as uh, Justice League IP, but, hey, it does happen. And they said that that DC property was going to be sold to different various Various streaming services. Yes, we all saw that, you know, but yes, uh, you know, but of course, yeah, but of course, you know, obviously that was going to ignite that, that, that campaign a little bit more, which if you actually were to go down and see a lot of that or even watch or even look at the quote tweets, yes, there was some of that right there. But apparently when it comes to Dead Boy Detectives, it does connect to the Sandman, which is already obviously on Netflix and we're going to get a season two. So I'm sure there's going to be some kind of connection when it comes to that. But yes, just pump the brakes a little bit. I mean, I don't want to discourage anybody for using a hashtag by all means use a hashtag, but just be a little logical about it. That's all. That's all. That's all I ask. But hey, what can you do? 
Hey, we got some Adam West Batman upside down. Upside down. And then we got Phil Cho right here. Look at that. He did a little drawing right there, of course, of uh, Keaton's Batman with his new bat suit that we're going to see. And the Flash, which is great. All right, continue on. Hey, Guy Ritchie right here. So this is very interesting. So Guy Ritchie said the third Sherlock Holmes film is entirely up to Robert Downey Jr. Well, honestly, I left it up to Robert. The ball's in his court, so he's in charge of the script. He's in charge of the whole thing. I've moonwalked out of that until there's time for me to get involved. I could have swore that Robert Downey Jr. said there was going to be a Sherlock 3, but it wasn't going to have Guy Ritchie directing because... He was, in fact, way too busy. Very strange. I don't think it's going to happen. Maybe it will. I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen with Guy Ritchie, though. So, who knows? I don't know. All right. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Let's get through this. James Gunn, of course, tweeted out the authority right there, which was good. Which is good. Oh, we got Ben Stiller. Oh, okay. So, every... (laughs) Every, like, seven months, every seven months, we always hear about the people, you know, the, the, the cancel, whatever you want to call it, cancel culture people or the easily offended people. They always try to go after Tropic Thunder. Like, every, like, seven months, we hear about Tropic Thunder when they try to go after it. And they try to go after it again, I guess. And now all of a sudden we got, you know, Ben Stiller. Not apologizing, but defending, of course, Tropic Thunder, because yes, it is, you know, it could be highly offensive, obviously, when it comes to the whole blackface thing. And not only that, though, because some people think, oh, it's just that. No, it's not just that. It's also when Ben Stiller played Simple Jack, you know, somebody who was mentally challenged and he did, you know, you know, he did all that. So they also go for that as well. But, you know, Ben Stiller said, I make no apologies for Tropic Thunder. Don't know who told you that. It's always been a controversial movie since we, since when we opened. Proud of it and the work everyone did on it. Because somebody was like, hey, Ben, what the hell? What's going on here? Did you apologize? And blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. It will always be a classic movie and nobody's actually ever going to care. Nobody's going to cancel anybody who's involved or anything. Because we understand the comedy level of it. So, stop it. This is pretty cool right here. Somebody made this little CGI um, creature right here. I don't know. I thought that was really cool, though. All right, here we go. Keep going, keep going. We got some more squad cast right there. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to fan that. Yeah, I watched Power Rangers on Saturday. I haven't watched it in a long time. Um, James Gunn kind of confirming right here that yes, there's going to be some Deathstroke coming out pretty soon because he quote tweeted Marv Wolfman, creator of Deathstroke, and just quote tweeted his tweet from what three years ago saying, Hi, this is Marv Wolfman, and he put a crown. So it sounds like James Gunn probably had a meeting with Mr. Wolfman. And yes, Deathstroke's going to be showing up somewhere in Chapter 1, maybe. I don't know where. Amanda Waller? I don't know. Maybe multiple things? Hopefully. Can you, can you get Joe Ming back? I'm just saying. Get Joe Ming back. That'd be pretty sweet, but probably not. 
Probably not. And yeah, and then apparently, okay, so, you know, I didn't see the first Cruella because, you know, when it comes to the live action Disney movies, I just really don't care for them as much because I never was a Disney kid. But apparently when it comes to Cruella 2, it says will reportedly be a musical and Taylor Swift is rumored to star alongside Emma Stone. So remember when they compared Cruella, the first one, to Joker? Like, it's Disney's version of the Joker. Well, the second Joker is a musical. And now what? Cruella 2 is going to be a musical? Are they just following what the hell Todd Phillips is doing? Apparently. Interesting. All right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Please, 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 no. Don't give them any... No, don't even... No, don't, don't. No, 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 no. Let's please not do this. But Screen Rant, uh, they posted this article right here, and please, for God's sakes, don't encourage them. But it says right here, this tweet right here, it says, The Fast X trailer heavily teases a major death in Dominic Toretto's family, and it could explain why Fast and Furious 11... We'll use time travel. Ugh, ugh, stop. No, 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 no. Don't encourage them. You know, it's funny. It's like this could easily be an article from The Onion, like a satire article. But the fact of the matter is, is everybody's joked about it. I mean, they went to space. They went to space. So who's to say that they won't do time travel when it comes to this franchise? Don't encourage them. Don't encourage them. Ugh. Ugh. Please no. Please no. No, 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 no. Please. For the love of God, don't do that. Don't do it. Dun, 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 dun. That's right. There she is. Supergirl just taking in the sun. Taking in the sun right there. Just take it all in. That's right. Yes. She looks great. <laughs> Why not? If you guys are wondering where this is from, there was like a like a, a new like kind of TV spot that got released, I think, in Argentina. And it didn't have any other new footage, but it had this shot right here. And then it was funny, too, because once I retweeted Flash Film News, when I tweeted, when I quote tweeted this, I went, how long is it going to be until somebody complains about how it looks? And it took less than a minute. Less than a minute, somebody, of course, in my mentions was going, Jesus, CGI looks so bad. And I'm just going, ah, it's a still shot. It's a still shot. Okay. First off, remember when we saw set pictures of Sasha in the harness with the suit on and everybody was going, what the hell is going on with the little ab things? Remember the, like the little ab things looked weird. And then they were going, the suit's awful. And then it's like, well, if you look at the suit right there, the abs look like real abs. They don't look like how it looked in the in the set photo. But I think she looks okay, right? I mean, it's a still shot. It's a still shot, not perfectly clear. It's not like 4K. It looks fine. It totally looks fine. See, we got somebody in the chat going, P, you know, talking about PlayStation 3. Be like, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, a lot of people will say that kind of stuff, and I'm just kind of going, oh, my God. We just can't have anything. We can't have anything anymore. Somebody always has to be like, sucks, sucks, sucks. Doesn't matter what it is. Sucks. I think the suit looks great. Shiny. 
Oh, and then look at this. Costume test for Spider-Man. The first Spider-Man with Uncle Ben and Aunt May right there. Look at that. And Toby. That's pretty sweet. Alex Ross showing one of his covers. And I see that. Uh, we'll talk more about that, of course, when it comes to the SAG Awards. Hopefully you guys caught the uh, last night's Batman the Phantomated stream right there. Look at this beautiful picture. That's right. This is, uh, well, I mean, I guess you could say it's, well, it's Southern California, L.A., right here. I mean, literally, you can go to the beach, and you got snow in the mountains. You got the city right there. Very. This is a beautiful, beautiful picture right here. Absolutely beautiful picture right here. Too bad when you think about in between of the beach, the city, and the mountains, there's a lot of ugly shit. <laughs> you know, don't let this photo fool you. Yes, there's some beautifulness when it comes to SoCal and everything. And yes, yeah, snow in the mountains. You got the beach. You got a city. Absolutely gorgeous. But there is a lot. There is a whole lot of ugly that is right in the middle of all that. So don't let this fool you. It's a simulation. But it's a beautiful shot. It's a very beautiful shot. And what the... This is why not all DC animated movies can translate to live action. There's your Sebastian right there, apparently. I don't know how much I could show of that, but apparently that's it. Remember, we this was Sebastian right here. Remember Lion King? Remember how Lion King, even though it made a billion dollars some for some reason, but it just didn't feel that great because there was not a lot of motion? But yes. There's your look at Sebastian right there. Yeah, that's right, Stephanie T. That's Sebastian right there. Kill it with fire! Kill it with fire, please! Ew. Ew, ew, ew. Jesus Christ. Get the fuck out! Boy, I don't know why they even trying to do all that. Ugh. What can you do, though? Disney's going to uh, adapt to everything live action. What can I say? And then we got Phil Cho right here. He did uh, he did uh, the whole like scuba armored suit that we saw in the in in the Flash uh, TV spot as well. So he's been drawing all those. I guess we're gonna get the uh, the nightmare version. Uh, but of course, there was like the theory that the, he had like the uh, the knives or whatever that was like come or like the swords that were coming out of his back too. But doing a good job. Doing a good job. And you guys see this? Arnold Schwarzenegger is back. That's right. Arnie's back. He's going to be starring in a TV series on Netflix called Fubar. It's going to be on May 25th. And uh, he posted that they posted the trailer today and it looks good. You know, it's got Arnold shooting things. He's riding a motorcycle. He's smoking a stogie. I mean, what else can you ask for when it comes to a... Uh, when it comes to a an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, I, he's never or not movie, but TV series. I don't think he's ever been in a TV series. So there you go. I like that. We got Nicolas Cage's Dracula. We got some more from uh, Total Film right there. Some more shots. We got David F. Sandberg showing the behind the scenes, showing the behind the scenes of how they pulled this whole thing off right here. Flamethrower. And that's what the shot looks like right there. There you go. What do they call that? Did they call that a griffin? 
what was that? The flying lion, right? And then they call it a griffin or whatever the hell. Yeah. And we got 299 more days until Rebel Moon right there. There you go. That's right. There's our director right there. Just freaking curling some shit. Showing those veins. Mr. Zack Snyder right there. Pretty cool. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is going to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on March 1st. So right in time for for uh, Creed 3 to come out. And then we got some, uh, this is from Jackson Caspers right here. Showing some Batfleck. Doing a drawing of Batfleck and his uh, motorcycle gear right there with the blue and gray. I love it. And then we got Supergirl right there. Looks pretty sweet. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Is that it? That's pretty much it. Oh, oh, yep, 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 yep. That's pretty much it right there. All right. Well, there are the tweets, though, guys. There are the tweets. All right. Do what Nighthawk says. We'll see. Uh, I'll see you soon. Thank you for. I know. Don't, don't, don't talk about that, Draga. Don't, don't. No, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be that. It's not gonna be. We're not gonna re- replace the C with a three. Please, God no. God, no, we're not going to do that. Never, never. Please, no, 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 no. All right. Let's talk about this right now. So, you know, it was kind of, it's kind of been slow when it comes to news. And, you know, I try to cover all the DC stuff as much as possible. But what I wanted to emphasize today, because, you know, something new came about when it came to um, Zachary Levi. And, you know... (laughs) It's just kind of funny because the first two DC films that we have coming out this year is Shazam and The Flash. And it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Like, okay, cool. All right. So we, you know, we got these four films that are coming out this year, hopefully. And the first ones are these. And well, let's face it. When it comes to the two stars of the movies, a little bit of controversy that's happened with both of them. A little bit of controversy. I mean, obviously, when it comes to the Ezra stuff, you know, we we got all that, and we haven't really heard much since. Obviously, sounds like Ezra has gotten the help that Ezra is needed, and there hasn't been much more things. But obviously, the closer we get to the release date of The Flash, most likely we might hear some more things when it comes to Ezra and controversy and everything like that. But sadly, there are people out there that don't want to look into all the stuff, all the debunked stuff when it comes to Ezra, when it comes to the people that were accusing Ezra of things, deleting posts, deleting a lot of things, the Chase ironized things. That guy, I don't even know what's going on with that. That guy's a douche saying like, my daughter, my daughter, my daughter, and the daughter going... I'm okay. I'm fine. What are you talking about? Sounds like that guy is just trying to get some social media clout, money, whatever the hell. A lot of things got debunked with all that. Not saying that Ezra is an an angel, a perfect angel. Of course not. There's some things, of course, yeah. But a lot of the more extreme stuff been debunked. A lot of things were pulled down. But then you got Zachary Levi. I've talked about it before. When it came to the whole Pfizer thing, remember when he tweeted about like somebody who said that uh, I don't think Pfizer is I don't think Pfizer is for the people. I think they're just, you know, basically the, 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 the if you wanted to what the tweet was basically saying was saying, like, I don't think Pfizer is exactly on our side, a drug, a drug company on our side. I mean, a lot of people might agree with that. But of course, Zachary Levi goes, yeah, agrees, quote tweets. 
gets dog dogpiled on because everything is now divided and it's just like dude you probably shouldn't have probably shouldn't have done that right now i mean i think what zach zachary levi right now needs to just step away from social media you have a big movie coming out by the way a movie that's not tracking that well when it comes to box office the box office tracking is not looking good it's not looking good and when okay anybody I had this thought over the weekend. When are they going to actually, with part of the marketing of Shazam 2, when are they going to incorporate some cameos that are in the movie? You know who I'm talking about, right? You know who I'm talking about. Somebody who wears gauntlets too, which, you know, there was a TV spot that was released in another country that people thought that, oh, is that... Is that her right there with the gauntlets and the lightning? Might be somebody else because obviously the other ladies wear gauntlets. Might be one of them. But when are they going to incorporate cameos in the marketing to help this movie out because it's not tracking well box office? I mean, when it came to the marketing of Black Adam, it worked so well when it came to marketing Henry Cavill. Oh, where's the drop for that? Uh, oh, good for you. That's not the one I wanted. I wanted this one right here. Too soon? So when do you think? When do you think? Are they going to incorporate some cameos in the marketing? When it comes to that, I would not be surprised if they go, okay, we need to pump up the hype a little bit. Show people that it might be in this movie. And we know that if you've been under a rock, you know, Wonder Woman is in the movie. They might show that. Who knows? I don't know, but hey, who knows? But anyways, back to this whole thing. So when it comes to Zachary Levi, he has now be become like one of these people. And, and I know like um, a lot of people, I mean, well, what we, what we do online now is, you know, when we see a clip from something, we just immediately go like, ah, oh, look at that. This guy, look at this, what he's saying. And of course, you know, I know a lot of people were passing around a clip. Uh, when it came to him on the Rogan podcast, I watched that entire thing, listened to that entire thing. And, uh, you know, obviously, if you want to listen to the entire thing, I still think Zachary Levi is a genuine good guy. OK, do I agree with everything that he says? No, you know, but I'm one of those people that if I don't agree with everything that you say, I'm not going to think that you're evil or something like that. Even if I disagree, I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't, no, no. But I think generally, I mean, I mean, that's just what we do nowadays. You have like one specific thing that you disagree and then you're just immediately going, all right, he's an evil person. He's Hitler of the week right now. I'm not one of those people. I'll actually go like, all right, don't, don't agree with him about this. Don't agree with him about that. Agree with him about this. I mean, I'm just one of those people, you know? If you don't agree with that with me and now you think that I'm evil, well, power to you. That's just me. That's just me. Um, but it's just, but when it comes to like, obviously, you know, and then when it came to the DCU thing, we had obviously his videos where people were, where he was trying to be like, well, I don't know. I, I should be safe. I should be safe. I don't think I'm going to, I don't think Shazam's going to get rebooted and blah, blah, blah. And it's just stuff that he was saying right there too. It was just kind of like, dude, you just need to just. Pump the brakes a little bit. Pump the brakes. But uh, I'll show you uh, the most recent controversy when it comes to uh, Mr. Levi. And it is this. Ooh. So apparently part of his IG stories, he posted this right here. 
which was uh, something that was taking a jab at the whole uh, Britney Spears thing. It said millions who hashtagged free Britney starting to change their opinions on conservativeships. Yeah, that probably wasn't a good idea to do because a lot of people got upset. And I saw this, of course, over and over and over again. I'm just like, Zach, you need uh, somebody at the PR team for Shazam 2 are probably like, dude, dude, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? Step away. You know, and I'm all about I'm all about anybody. You know, if he if he wants to be on social media and tweet and post and whatever the hell he wants to do, I'm all for that. I'm all for anybody wanting to post whatever they want on social media. But you got a big movie coming out. You know how the world is right now. You know how social media is right now and all all this stuff. Just like pump the brakes until after the movie comes out. That's it. That's it. Just pump the brakes. And I'm sure he's been talked to about all that, but I'm just saying, pump the brakes. It's just funny, though, when you think about it, everybody's so hyped up for The Flash because that first trailer was amazing. So they're just, I mean, the general audience is not going to know anything about what happened with Ezra and all that controversy. But when it comes to Zachary Levi, it's like he's just posting stuff on social media and it's not helping at all. It's, I mean, it's almost worse. Which is funny because when you see the people that really go hard at Ezra, you know, kidnapper, cult leader, blah, blah, blah. They say all this kind of stuff, but it's all so extreme and it could be debunked if you just did some research. And then you have Zachary Levi where everybody's just turning him into Hitler of the week. That's the thing. And it's like, dude, just stop. Just stop. That's all. Just stop. But yeah. So that's like the PR problem that 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 Warner Brothers Discovery is happening right now when it comes to the first two movies that are coming out this year. So they got two leading actors that, you know, Ezra, of course, being quiet. But like I said, I would not be surprised the closer we get to the release of The Flash, something else is going to happen. There's probably going to be a couple more stories from people that are going to destroy, try to destroy the movie. They're waiting for it. And all this, we're probably going to hear more about Ezra. I can almost guarantee that. Of course, I'm not as in tune with all that. I know Saggy was here. I know Saggy was here. I don't know if she's still here. She's more in tune when it comes to that. So obviously go to her channel when she talks about that because she's more in tune with that. I know we've had conversations about it, but she's more she's more jacked into all that stuff with the information so listen to her you know it's one of the you know I, i'm glad that she's you know enosh has also covered that too and i'm just saying i'm just saying so but yeah but zachary levi holy crap dude you know, like just you, you, you just need to ah uh, you just need to stop you just stop 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 just 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 stop fucking hard back just stop just stop talking just stop talking until after your movie comes out just stop. That's that's all. That's all I'm asking. I you know I don't think you're an evil person. I think you're generally a good dude, and it seems like you're you know I, I could actually have a conversation with you. Um, but yeah, just 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 stop. Just stop. Just stop. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. PR not the problem. You will act like James Gunn tweets uh, was nothing to do with that. He shut down engagement. 
Well, you hate you have gun derangement syndrome, a sire. So I don't know. I, yeah, I know. I should have that drop, Jose. So I'm. I know you had to throw in the James Gunn thing right there. I know you hate him like with a passion. So. Anyways, okay, so let's move over to Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Oh boy here, guys. Oh boy. Oh boy. So obviously we have box office numbers that happened, and uh, let's look at some of this. And a lot of people were talking about the box office drop from weekend to weekend. It is kind of funny, though, because obviously there's always that side uh, that wants everything to fail because it's too woke. You know, the anti-woke goes really hard. And I remember a lot of people were thinking that Cocaine Bear was actually going to defeat Ant-Man and Quantumania at the domestic box office. They're like, oh, my God, I can't believe Cocaine Bear is going to. It's like, no. It didn't. It didn't. But, you know, it did come close. It did come close. And as you can see right here, when it comes to the box office numbers, according to Box Office Mojo, 69.9, almost 70% drop. And you know what's hilarious? I saw some people that were posting, wow, it's going to have a bigger drop than Batman versus Superman. Wow, you guys are still comparing comic book movies to Batman versus Superman? I think there's been worse drops since then, okay? You know, I get it. You have a hate boner for good old Donna Justice. I get it. But still, it's crazy. But anyway, so here it is right here. Here's the numbers. It made 31.9, essentially 32. Cocaine Bear did a, you know, decent job for a smaller movie at 23.2. Cocaine Bear, let's see, it actually made, you know, it's 28.5. I wonder what the budget was. I don't know. But when it comes to Ant-Man and the Wasp, we got, uh, it's currently sitting right now, according to Box Office Mojo, 363.2. And uh, apparently, according to Variety, the budget, which, of course, you know, take it or leave it. Anytime that these studios release the, the, the budget for these movies, it's a little fluffed. A lot of fluff on all studios. But they said it was $200 million budget. So it's almost twice the budget. So it's not a flop. I don't think it's not. It's going to underperform. Definitely underperforming. Kind of not what you want to have for a movie that's going to introduce a new baddie for the next two phases. But still, um, but yeah, it did have almost a 70% drop when it came to all of that. So, well, you know, bad word of mouth. A lot of people were kind of like, eh, February, eh. It sucks because I love Paul Rudd. But I think Ant-Man, Ant-Man's a good side character. Not a good starring character. I think the first Ant-Man was perfect in how not perfect but you know good in like the fact that it was a small movie it was a heist movie and it just worked and it had these cool side characters now they're trying to get ant-man to be like hey we got this whole grander thing which like yes you have the quantum realm but at the same time it's just like you know i don't know how you could really have a, a draw for that so there's your box office numbers right there for this past weekend in ant-man I don't what was like Thor Thor Love and Thunder I thought was it had a pretty high drop too so is Marvel worried is Kevin Feige worried no they're not worried why would they be worried anybody thinks that they're worried no I don't think they're worried they've made a shit ton of money 
I think that can make up for the underperformance of some of these movies. You got to love fans. Like, they think, like, oh, God. It's like, no, they don't give a shit. They've made a lot of money. I think they're worried about streaming and all this kind of stuff. Other things. They're worried about other things. All right. So let's move on to the next subject. The SAG Awards. That's right. Screen Actors Guild. You know, good thing they don't call it the Film Actors Guild because, well, yeah, don't say it. Don't say it. I mean, obviously, it's a joke from Team America World Police, obviously. But, yeah. Um, I did watch a little bit. It was kind of interesting because the Screen Actor Guild uh, Awards were, they were on YouTube. They weren't um, on any channel. Apparently, Netflix was hosting it on their YouTube channel. And instead of, it was kind of cool because instead of commercials, they just showed flashbacks from other uh, SAG Awards and everything. So it was kind of interesting. But um, obviously, we actually talked about it a little bit when it came to, when it came to, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which was great because you guys know how much I love that movie. Um, I love it so much that it was just winning stuff like crazy and uh, a couple of things. Uh, The big thing that I thought was really cool that I actually watched when I was at my mom's house was the fact that Sally Field, she got like, you know, she got the Lifetime Achievement Award. uh, And guess who got to present it? Mr. Andrew Garfield. And who, of course, you know, Aunt May... Peter Parker right there. It was kind of it was kind of endearing, especially since I was telling you guys I was showing Miss Nighthawk the um, you know, kind of showing her the previous Spider-Man movies and stuff like that. Here's a shot of them backstage when uh, I mean <laughs> apparently he had some little stuff, a little lint on his But yeah, Aunt May and Peter Parker, arguably the best duo. I think it is. When it comes to the three different Spider-Men, I love Andrew Garfield the best, so, but yeah, and it's just, you know, him being a gentleman carrying the award for her, so that was pretty sweet, you know, I mean, look at it right there, 11 years apart, 11 years apart, aww, aww, look at how, that's adorable, adorable, and then, of course, the beautiful and just awesome Michelle Yeoh, she won for Best Actress for Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is great, she was looking, uh, Awesome, of course, tears in her eyes and stuff. Not going to recap the whole thing, but... And then, of course, um, Brendan Fraser got nominated, or not not nominated, but he won for The Whale, which I still haven't seen yet. And then Everything Everywhere All at Once wins top prize, outstanding performance by a cast in motion picture. So there you go. So congratulations to... Uh, congratulations to Everything Everywhere All at Once. Even Jamie Lee Curtis, she won for Supporting Actress which is great. And then, of course, Mr. Kwan, we love to see it. He won Best Actor, um, which is, you know, he's just, he's such a shine. He's, he's just, it's just, you see him, you see him smile, you hear him talk. You just love to see it. You love to see it. Ki-Wai Tuan, Kwan uh, won for that, and we just love to see it. Mr. Short Round. So I, I'm, 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 I think he's going to win the Oscar, and that's going to be, like, just amazing to see. But now it's up in the air, though, because obviously when it comes to the Screen Actor Actors Guild, I mean, this is the actors voting for it. It's not some kind of committee or something like that. It's not like the other ones, not the Forum Press or the Academy or whatever the hell. This is the actors that are doing this. So it's going to be interesting because it's kind of been going back and forth between Austin Butler and Brendan Fraser when it comes to best actors. So it's kind of up in the air who's going to win. I think Brendan Fraser has a good chance still. 
But it's kind of up in the air right now when it comes to him and Austin Butler. So I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. I know. I think he's going to, I think it's going to be Brandon Frazier for sure. And I'm hoping so, even though I haven't seen the movie, I've seen clips. Uh, I do plan on watching the movie before, before, uh, before it, the Oscars uh, air. So we'll see what happens with that. Ugh. All right. Austin is going to win. Ah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see, Jose. Anyways, The Last of Us, episode seven. So, all right. I'm, you know, spoiler alert. If you didn't see the last episode, cut it off right now. Cut off the stream right now because I'm going to say something that happened at the end. All right. You ready? Okay. So, obviously, we know that Joel got stabbed. And Ellie was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I can't do this without you. And then it ended like that. So then, of course, we open up with that and woof, painful scene. And then, of course, again, I'm really liking her. She's she's a great actress. I'm really like, again, the acting's great in this in this uh, series. And then we get backstory. We get an Ellie backstory in this episode. We see where she was before. Obviously, a friend of hers, one of her besties comes back and then they go on a little adventure. They go into a mall, which my God. If you watch this, the child inside of you, the child inside of you was like, man, how awesome would this be to just have unlimited play in this arcade? They play Mortal Kombat. They play, they go all around. They're playing all these games and everything. And it's, it's great. But, you know, of course, a lot of people complain that this show is slow and there's not enough zombie action. And I'm just going, okay, then watch. There's so many zombie movies and shows out there that you can get your fix with that i like that this show is very character driven very character driven and now we get to kind of get a backstory on ellie and of course she has a friend and you know watch out guys watch out you know geeks and gamers (laughs) uh that's okay i mean i get it i get it you gotta appease the audience but yes there is a girl on girl kiss what Uh uh-oh watch out the agenda is happening. Uh, no, but um, I mean, I think we all kind of assumed that Ellie went that way. I mean, is it not a surprise? I don't know. Anyways, but um, <laughs> it's not like it's. Uh, anyways, you know how that is. They always have to go like, ah, you know, and you see those thumbnails and everything. But anyways, um, I think we all kind of I mean, I, I think people who played the game already kind of, you know, whatever. But I do like the fact that we get an Ellie backstory. And we see her losing somebody, essentially. Well, not really losing, but, you know, connecting with somebody. So we see, like, we see that. We see that, and we just get a little bit of backstory. But I will say, like I said, the mall sequence, I'm like, geez, any any one of us would be just, I mean, my God. My God, it's just great. It's great. Yeah, I thought it was just, it was good. I just, I, I'm really just enjoying this series. And I like the fact that it's so character driven. I don't need nonstop zombie action. I don't need that. I love it when that's, that, that becomes part of the story, which it does happen in this one. It happens like you go, uh oh, uh oh, and you get a little bit of that. But I like the fact that they're fleshing out the shit. This is how you do a con, this is how you do a video game adaptation. When you try to cram it into a movie runtime, you can't do this kind of stuff. But you make a series and you make a quality. Guess what? You get good. You get good show. You get good show. It's good. So I'm enjoying it. So really like this episode. 
What are you guys talking about? You guys talking about uh, girl on girl smooching? <laughs> is this what's happening? I don't. Oh, is it is it doing that one thing where I can't see saggy? Didn't like something happen where like you have to like refresh? I oh maybe I don't have the live chat on. There she is. <laughs> Jeez, for some reason, yeah. She's gay in the game. There you go. Exactly. It's only okay for them when it's girl on girl. I know. Is it only okay? Yeah, but I'm like, these these girls are very young. That's a warning. That's a red flag. Yeah. Let's see. No one told me uh, we were past the Zachary Levi story. Uh, yeah, you came a little, you came back late. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Just looking at that. I only found out she was gay in the, the second game. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, who gives a shit? It's like, really, who gives a shit? It's going by the source material. That's the thing. But, of course, you're going to see a bunch of that a bunch of that stuff. And I'm like, you know. I mean, I get it. There's, like, extreme woke stuff that just is, like, right in your face. But the anti-woke stuff gets on my freaking nerves, too. Freaking annoying. But, you know, you build your audience. You build your audience. I could have taken the approach. I could have went either side on that if I wanted to. But I'm like, I like it right here in the middle, which sounds kind of dirty. Anyways, all right. All right, let's get to questions. <clears throat> See what you guys have to say over here on um, YouTube first. See if, all right, let's see. Let's get some YouTube questions right here. All right, we got Doc stoked for Frasier. Hope he gets the Oscar. Okay. I was like, I, are you talking about the Frasier, like the TV show? I'm like, no, you're talking about Frasier. Yeah, Brennan Fraser. Uh, Malik Matthew says, I think Shazam will get its budget back. People need to stop underestimating the film. Question, are you excited for it? And thoughts on the rumor that the Justice Society is in the film? That'd be pretty sweet. Um, I'm not, like, hyped for it, but I like the first one a lot. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I definitely am, so... And then Doc said, hope you don't fall into the absurd category of people that think Shazam's box office projection is due to the cancellation of the Snyderverse. No, I'm not part of that because that would be, well, I think you know. Yeah, no, I'm not thinking that, uh, I'm not on that whole side of that whole thing, so. All right, we only got, uh, we got only like a little few uh, Twitter questions right here, so. Let's go ahead and take a look at this. All right. So Captain Gator Girl, Nikki. WBD, frantically searching for any kind of Wonder Woman or Freddy footage to put instead of Zachary Levi. Yes, there actually was a clip of Freddy that was that was online today. Obviously, you know, who knows if it was actually meant to be released. But, yeah. But I saw it, and it was like, okay, cool. Cooper Knox, Marvel Studios, better be crossing their fingers and toes that Guardians 3 knocks it out of the ballpark. Otherwise, they are in deep trouble. No, they're not in deep trouble. But, I mean, how do you not think that Guardians 3 is not going to be... Guardians 3 might get a billion dollars. I would not be surprised if Guardians 3 got a billion dollars. Just saying. 
Devon Wooter, Dave, I have a question for you. Are we going to see Michael Keaton meets Ben Affleck in the Flash movie? I hope so, but I don't know if that's going to happen because different multiverses, who knows? And do you think people are the sick, uh, sick of superhero movies because both Black Adam and Ant-Man 3 both losing money? I like those movies, but people are... Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of that superhero fatigue, I guess you could say, but there's also, you know, people just not wanting to spend money at the movie theater because it's quite expensive. Kevin, Batman fan. According to Parrot Analytics, more people watch The Flash and Titans than Superman and Lois and Peacemaker and uh, uh, the Harley Quinn show and Doom Patrol. What are your thoughts? Enosh agrees with me that Titans is a masterpiece. He thinks Titans is a masterpiece? What the hell? Do do caca poo poo. I would not say that. If it's a masterpiece, I've, whoa, okay. I don't think, uh, I didn't even watch the last season because I was so disappointed by the other th- seasons. So one, one of these days I'll watch it, but hey, that's interesting. A sire, oh boy, here we go. Um, the Flash movie and Shazam Fury of the Gods PR problems. James Gunn, shocker. Okay, this is the this is a person who has literally gun derangement syndrome. Hates gun with a passion. This guy's always in my mentions, doing this stuff, quote tweeting stuff. Hashtag fire James Gun. How to solve it? Keep him away from Twitter. That's right, guys. We got to keep James Gun away from Twitter. I mean, now I'll agree that not everything like he should pick his battles, which I have said before. But I think he should not stay away from Twitter and keep hyping up things because when he posts things certain things clarifies things i'm thinking that's actually good for the new dcu he uh demobilized uh he demobilized all fan base he demobilized i guess you were trying to say all fan base that's right he demobilized all fan base which means just i guess the fan i don't know the bubble that he's in to see this movie's uh wait what he demobilized all fan base to see this movies because they don't matter anymore. You all run with gun. People will not admit it. But what about that? All right. Well, I didn't tweet that hashtag, by the way. But again, this is just a, an example of gun derangement syndrome right here. This is somebody that hates gun with a passion right here. So, But like, the only thing I will agree on is the fact that Yes, pick the battles, and I hope that he does. He doesn't have to, like, if someone makes fun of his cat, he doesn't need to go after him. But continue to hype up whatever the hell. So, anyways, sell Snyder, sell Snyder verse to, uh, to Netflix there, Messiah. I'm sure, you know, keep on tweeting that hashtag because, yeah. All right, uh, and then finally, Mr. Kamar, I guess uh, Levi is done after Shazam 2, hence why he is acting like childish and affecting Shazam 2 PR. Anyway, if he, if he likes this, then good riddance, but I hope other cast members don't affected by this idiot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, he should keep his mouth shut. I mean, most likely there's not going to be any more Shazam after this, but, you know, what could we do? What could we do? So... What can we do? You're guilty by association. Is that what it is? I'm guilty by association. You're talking about me, Ben? 
man blames gun when uh, he stubs his toe. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, there. I mean, literally, I called it, what, yeah, GDS, GDS. I mean, we, we all heard about Trump derangement syndrome, right? Like everything, anything that Trump did, it's like, ah, you know? Now, I mean, when it comes to the fanboy world, when it comes to this world right here, yeah, it's uh, it's literally there's gun derangement syndrome. Like there are people that just absolutely flat out just hate them with everything, every fiber of their being. And I'm like, it's cave shit. It's cave shit. You know, I'm like when gun got when gun got brought on, I was kind of like, oh, all right, because I don't love him. I don't hate him. I like him. I like his movies, not all of them. And I'm like, all right, well, that's interesting. Let's see what happens with all this. You know, it was just like one of those things. But yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just pretty crazy. It's, it's pretty crazy when it comes to that. But I think Gunn should continue to hype up on social media, but then, you know, stop going after people that make fun of the cat or something like that. That's what I think. You know, I've said that before. So at least there's that. But we all got to relax. It's just cave shit, guys. Just cave shit. I got, but, uh, you know, it's, Soon we're going to get some, you know, more stuff from Zack Snyder, which is great. We're getting, I mean, remember, there's other movies out there besides Cape Shit. Let's, let's get excited for that kind of stuff, huh? Let's do that. Let's do that. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and wrap up the stream tonight. Thank you guys for uh, spending time with me. He didn't reply to the, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sell Zack Snyder to only, yeah, there you go. Uh, Snyder vs. The OnlyFans. That's the next one. Or Tubi. Maybe Tubi. Maybe that'll happen. I don't know. All right, guys. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. Uh, you know, of course, uh, no show tomorrow unless something crazy happens. But I'll see you guys on Wednesday, of course, and we'll talk then. And, uh, yeah, make sure you follow me and I'm doing all this stuff. I might be doing uh, a pa – I'll probably do a Patreon little self-podcast. So if you guys want to talk about that, you know, maybe talk about more things that have been teased, you know, certain things that were teased when it comes to all this. So, yeah, go ahead and, uh, you know, do that. Subscribe to that. And uh, I'll be doing some more giveaways. I already gave away a pair of the uh, the Reeboks that got sent to me. This the Superman Reeboks. I got one more pair, so I'll probably try to do. I think I might do something like that with the members or something. Uh, so if you want to be a member of the YouTube channel, do that. So, all right, guys, I'm rambling. Thank you for spending time with me. Talk to you guys later.